Growth stories, life lessons, turning points, service to others, truth, no bullshit. Adding value, no smoke and mirrors, being the pressure, third down and 10, win or learn, always the underdog with a chip on your shoulder. These are the things that I think about when I talk to this group. From service academy fleet leaders, NFL players, NASCAR drivers, tech gurus, private equity, small business, big business, to the entrepreneurs making the way of the future, winning at all costs with uncompromised integrity, paying the price of admission. Let's go. Man, you're looking pretty good there. Dude, so are you, and it's been Man, so I see long. Trophies up there behind yeah. you. <clears throat> yeah, I got one. I got one up there, and then I got that one over there. So I got you. I got that, you. That's that, what I'm doing nowadays. Is that bow hunting? Is that uh, with a gun? No, a thirty odd or it what? It was a gun. A thirty okay. out six. Yeah, it's thirty okay, out six okay. right there. So okay. Yeah. Um, it's been a you while. Mind if I give you a small intro, okay. it has been. It's been a long time. And I'm excited to have you on. And, you listen uh, to that song? Oh, yeah. I love that song. No, you I'm don't. You, don't know. You, want, you want me to sing a little bit for you? You don't want me to sing for you. Go for it. Nah, yeah, nah. Go for I it. Nah, I don't want to. Nah, another time. Next <laughs> next session. <laughs> well, next I'm in session. Kentucky now. So, huh? uh, the, there's I'm in Kentucky right now. So, there's oh, definitely Kentucky. some. Well, that's. I still yeah. like a little Chris Stapleton. We we us Okies like him. <laughs> <laughs> Okies, yeah, I've lived there too. I I remember a lot about o- Oklahoma. So I'm just trying to give you my um, little eclectic style about myself. Yeah, uh, I'm loving it because I'm learning more about everything every day. And for you, I'm learning more about you just now. So that's good. <laughs> um, f- for the group, everybody listening today. I got Craig Carter. Um, for those that don't know, Craig Carter is a big supporter of Navy football. Um, you know, a bit of a father figure to all of us. Um, there's a guy named Blake Carter. Craig Carter is his dad. Um, in the 70s, you grew up in San Diego, right? Oh, my goodness. Man, you're... Man, you uh oh, who's giving you that information? I did, I did. Nice. I talked to Nishak a little bit and he, he gave hey, me some Bart, info. Okay, okay. What how was how was that San Diego journey from back oh. in from back in the seventies? How was San Diego back in the day? Oh man, it was it was a little weird, you know. The sixties was a trying time for society and, and us all. And you know, I kind of grew up and I said I was I was so poor. The poor kids called me poor. I didn't know that, but uh, they called me poor. I lived in apartments all my <laughs> life. Then I got bused to a predominantly yeah. white school called Hoover, and I met some pretty cool kids. And uh, nice. believe it or not, uh, I surfed from the 10th grade all the way through junior college every nice. day for two hours out there. Uh, could, so you could actually stand up on a board. Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. I, I swim like a shark. Nice. I hey, I asked. I I tried to get up on a board, and I lived out in uh, Carlsbad, and I did the Oceanside uh, thing for, you know, about a year and a half. And I always, like, when I had some free time, I always tried to go out there and try to surf. I could never do it. Wow, wow. 
Could well, never get up on board. Surfed and I body surfed. Okay. Yeah. So nice. we we surfed. Awesome. Uh, some guys just took me out, and I tried it. Now I'm not at that time. Now you're talking about the set or late '60s and '70s. So we were on longboards. Okay, they were like like eight feet, nine feet length. So they're yeah. not like they are now. I mean, I won't get up on no five foot board. I got six you. Foot yeah yeah mission <laughs> beach la jolla shores uh been to black nice. beach believe it or not i didn't take my clothes off or anything but uh yeah i went over there and looked <laughs> so, nice and uh there was another beach i don't know if you know it, it was called marine street that's where you go body surfing that was where everybody kind nice. of body surfing so no, I was uh, basically when I got in the water I was in Carlsbad, so I didn't Carlsbad, venture off yeah. or find some good spots yeah. or anything like yeah. that. But I had to ask, you know, the San Diego yeah. scene is one of my favorites, and you there in the seventies, and you know, gotta oh, ask man. Me how I, that I, went. So people ask me all the time, how in the hell did you get to Oklahoma? You know, and, uh, well, I always wanted to know what was beyond those mountains. <laughs> gotcha. I never been gotcha. beyond those mountains, and. Uh, at that time, you know, you would get Michigan football games, Ohio State, USC, Notre yep. Dame, and Oklahoma. You know, it was all kind of a regional at that time. You'll get Texas, OU. And I always wanted to go to OU, but it just wasn't in the cards. And- yeah, let's let's jump right into that. What's the so for those that don't know, Mr. Craig Carter was a Oklahoma State guy. He's a cowboy. Well, don't and, go and but you were me. also re- you were recruited by both, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you you were I recruited by both schools. College. What's the story there? I went to a junior college, and uh, it kind of yeah. came down. I was recruited. Like I always wanted to go to UCLA. I always wanted to go to UCLA. I thought they had the best uniforms, and I got an offer from USC. But all those guys were cocky. They were just. It just, I, I just didn't fit. They were just not me. And then uh, Oklahoma State kind of came along, and then OU kind of came along, and I just fell in love with, with OSU. I fell in love with the guys. I fell in love with the place, and uh, the rest was kind of history. I just signed there. So I was nobody great. What, I was a tiny. What attracted age. you to that? You, 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 you. You fell in love with it. What was it that attracted you to that? Oh, what was the? Let me see the people. Magnetic people. piece of it. The people gotcha. Yeah, they were. They're really friendly. You know, every, every everybody was a star. You know, back then, you're playing. It was Big Eight, Big Eight football, Nebraska, OU, and you know, every now and then we had like a Baylor or we had A and M on the. Uh, on our non-scheduled conference, and, and you know, I I relished that opportunity to go to uh, College Station or either you know Baylor, Waco. I mean, at that time, Baylor was a powerhouse, also in the Southwest Conference. So uh, I wanted nice. to go there. So and I, I always but wanted to Oklahoma be an State artist. attracted you there. So I always wanted, wanted to be a what? And and the coach said, "Hey, you want to play football?" Or do you want to be an architect? I said, well, coach, since you're paying for it, I think I'll I'll try to be a football player a little bit longer, okay? So, 
So I had to change my major. And then uh, we had this Gotcha. Little, What'd you change it to? Uh, I changed it to civil engineering. And then uh, okay. the following semester, coach called me in again. He says, hey, you want to major in this civil engineering or do you want to be a football player? I said, well, if you're still paying for it, I think I'll change my major again. Because, uh, and uh, we have a little program here. It's called construction management. You know, you kind of get into the line of uh, construction management or you can own your small construction company. It kind of gives you that avenue for that there. So they kind of worked nice. it out for football players. You could take your lab classes in the spring so you didn't interfere with football season. So, Gotcha. You know Were you happy with that decision? Yeah, no, yeah, I do. Yeah, but... I was. I was. So Good. So, awesome. and then, oh. then I just decided to stay. I just, again, I like slow living pace. So gotcha. either they like you out here. Or I got to ask. Yeah, no, I, I lived there for, for a couple of years and it was a good place to live. Um, Oklahoma State played football. What year was that? As you were a senior and you're at Oklahoma State graduating, what year was that? Yeah, I was, uh, I was redshirted my first year, 73 to 75. So I was redshirted my first year. So I had 74, 75, basically. Gotcha. And you had an athletic trainer named. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, name. yeah. I Doc, have Doc Fair. Doc Fair. Right? Doc Fair. Man. Yeah. Man. You, you know, Doc Fair was getting his, uh, his graduate degree when we were there. And, man, did he work one on us during our uh, during our spring year. He divided everybody up into four groups, and he ran these tests. Like some guys ate a pre-meal of oatmeal for two days. Uh, another group ate peanut butter and pancake for two days, and another group ate something else. He had had it broke down, and he wanted to measure the endurance of uh, these guys uh, on different meals. And, man, you <laughs> – you know, some big guys, they really didn't go for that two-meal oatmeal deal. So uh, it was pretty <laughs> hilarious. But, yeah, Doc here was our trainer. So. Crazy small world story. Doc Fair ends up being the Naval Academy Doc Fair that we know during our time. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't I don't know how right? you guys remember him, but uh, – he hasn't changed and, it yet. And Tony, and Tony has a neck problem. He always gets stingers, just like Clint Sovey, just like, you know, Ross Pospisil. I think Ross wore one of these things, too. It's called a cowboy collar. Uh, oh, my goodness. Shoulder pads, right? You wear this little cowboy yep. collar, the little thing that sticks up under behind your shoulder pads. You wear it as, underneath as like a somewhat of a an armor and support system for your head and neck that Doc Fair made from Oklahoma State Cowboys, now called and patented, called the Cowboy Collar. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, small world. Uh, You talk to him, he says he sent two boys through college 
on that cowboy collar. <laughs> I'm sure he did, and I'm sure he's really enjoying his retirement right now, still with it. But uh, yeah, awesome. Well, cool, Craig Carter, everybody. Um, one of the uh, big time Navy football supporters. I got a few memories. I got a lot of memories, actually. It's probably going to take up fifty percent of our time. Uh, from a few folks, one's Ose Asante, one's Ram Bella, one's Curtis Bass, one's Jordan Stevens, and one's Matthew Nishak. Uh, so we'll just start with that and then go from there. Um, Ose Asante, he said you've been a big part of his life with Cassie in Oklahoma. Um, seeing that you know his wife Cassie is actually from Oklahoma, they live in Tulsa, and every time they come home, they like to stop by and say hello and. Um, they make it deliberate. They make a deliberate stop to see you. Uh, that back in 2015, that Osen and Cass uh, came into town. You gave them a tour of Oklahoma State, and um, you walked into that stadium like you owned the place. That's what they said. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but I'm sure you do. I'm, yeah. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do, I do, I do. Matter of fact, I introduced Olsay to this guy. I don't know if you remember Onkyu gas stations when you were out here. But anyway, uh, I don't. the owner offered to take Olsay out when he went to California. He stays at, at the Hotel Del Coronado, and he offered him. Yeah, I did. I took uh, Cassie and uh, Olsay down there, showed them around a little bit. They were on their way from Oklahoma City to Bartlesville, where she's from. And uh, I said, well, let me show you around a little bit. And I didn't know I walked through there like I owned the place, but uh, I guess I kind of <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> he also, and I, I meant to bring it up earlier and, and give you like a title of the mayor, because he called you the mayor. Like you you have this mayor type of uh, persona you know, body language, you know, confidence as as the mayor when you walked into that stadium like you own the place. Um, oh, wow. He's, man, he's blowing And, and he's not up. the only one that – he's not the only one that called you the mayor in these memories, and we'll get there. Is that right? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. Oh, my um, goodness. Let's see. One of the assistants during that trip, one of the assistant coaches down there, he came out and was asking you all – uh, hey, what are y'all doing on the field? And and you were like, uh, like you were the mayor of the campus. You're, and, and that's where that word came up. But your, <laughs> your, your uh, swagger, right? And you ended up uh, just, just, yeah. And then y'all just met a whole lot of people during that visit, and it was just really good for him. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, he also mentioned you're like a nut. You're like another father to him. So I appreciate um, that. Ram well, Vela. Let me see. Uh, well, go, go, okay. Ram. Go ahead. Go ahead. Blake, Darius, and Bass. I don't know if you ever watched the Boom Docs, okay? Well, I know some of the guys yeah. probably have. They call me Uncle Ruckus, all right? If you Google. Who Uncle Ruckus is? Eh? I'm always sticking my nose into something. Whether they like it, whether you like it or you don't, I'm gonna give it to you. So, 
Yes. Nice. Yes, I've. Everyone's searching for an Uncle Ruckus. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good uh, for them. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, I don't well, know Ram if I walked around that. it. Well, I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't, I, I guess I didn't see myself as that, but tell him thank you. I'll tell him thank you for that comment. Awesome. Will do. All right. So Ram said, um, that to ask you about the story of when when we played Ohio State and you were hanging out with his dad in the stands, <laughs> if you can remember well, that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty crazy. Okay, I I can get crazy, but uh, man, that was a damn good game, Tony. Man, you guys played a hell of a game. I mean, it was. Uh, no coaches around here, are there? I mean, do coaches listen to this? You should have ran a damn ball. Well, you're... I'm I'm sure a couple do. Okay, you're and you guys are killing <laughs> that's them. That's the and, and man, you guys yeah, are killing it, them. They this, that's the beauty of this thing. The they could not stop yeah. the run. So anyway, you know, you lost by whatever. So the following week, Ohio State was supposed to play USC. So Ram said, man, we were just giving each other a high five, you know, so proud of you guys and how you played. And, you know, we walked out with our with our heads high. And then Ram's dad, he's kind of crazy too. He said, bring on USC. Yeah. Then uh, some people started looking at him. <laughs> he says, uh, you got my back, right, Mr. Carter? Say, yeah, yeah, I got your back. Bring on <laughs> USC. So we, I swear, we started at the north end of the horseshoe. So that means your buses were way over on, I don't know my directions, on the southwest end of the horseshoe. So me and Ram, we're like Butch Cassie and the Sundance kid walking around. Bring on USC. The heck with Ohio State. Oh, bring on USC. We want to play them. We don't want to play Ohio State. You know, People are just like, who are those two nuts right there? And, uh, oh, we just... We yes. had a ball with that. We, yeah, we were pretty crazy that day. Yeah, we were, and and the funny thing, Love we it. weren't drunk either. We were just, we were just having fun. So, nice. Yeah, get with Mr. Villa. It, awesome. It, it's pretty crazy when you get with Mr. Villa. So. Yeah, it's the same thing with Ram, and you know yeah. when that happens. So, um, Christmas breaks. Something that Ram said was during Christmas breaks, uh, Blake never wanted to come home, but he wanted to go to San Antonio. Oh, man. You remember that? Oh, do we? Yeah, he came home. He said, okay, I met these guys yeah. from Houston, and I met these guys from Ohio State. I mean, from San Antonio. And so first, you know, as as uh, you guys were at the prep school, Naps came home. He kind of told us that. And so he stayed home about a day. He says, uh, drop me off the airport and I'll decide which way I'm going. And he says, I'll, if I get to Houston, I'm going to be there an hour and I'm headed to San Antonio. If I get to San Antonio, I'm going to be there an hour and I'm headed to Houston. So the next time he came home, me and my wife, we just started taking bets. You know, how long is he going to be home before he said he's going somewhere? I mean, the next time it was like he <laughs> dropped his bags off 
said, I have a ticket. I'm going to San Antonio. So ever since then, a lot of people thought he was from San Antonio. I said, you dumbass, you're, you're, you're a dumb old hick, man, from Oklahoma. You got these people fooled. You're from San Antonio, Texas. So it was, it was just a joke between the family that everybody thought he was from uh, San Antonio. You know, you guys are around there. Michael Rails was there. You know, Jordan Eddington. I think there was uh, another guy they went to school with. He played at Air Force. But they would all kind of get together. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was, like I said, we dropped him off, and he told us what time to pick him up. So we just, hey, after he made that Texas connection, we never seen him anymore. So we just gave up. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. One last memory from Ram. You kind of got me, don't you? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm trying to, you know, bring back some some good memories uh, and and have some fun with this thing. It's kind of, you know, and and my intent with this whole podcast thing is to have fun. One, um, two, remember things. Three, um, help others. Um, okay, okay. And really be able to just speak your mind and let it all out so here's another thing that ram wanted to say and let it all out and he said um that that you and blake were really open in your in your relationship with things that y'all talked about and he uh and he you know really it really admired that thank you so kind of wish that you know that that he well he now tries to do that as a dad so yeah. um no, i'm not i'm not gonna sit to... here and tell you i was a choir boy i wasn't and you know young guys are gonna be young guys and i just tried to say uh you, you know be respectful and i knew what you guys had ahead of you don't go out and do anything stupid that i have to read in the newspaper that's that's what my model yeah. was you know and don't go out as a football player. You know, they, they've always said it's the academy what is hard to get in, easy to get out. They're always looking for something to get you on. And I said, don't do anything yep. stupid that the coach is going to kick you off the team. So, you know, whatever you guys do, if you like drinking, don't drive yourself home. Find a buddy, get a cab. You know, at that time, Uber didn't exist. It, but, uh, exist but uh that was my model i i said uh you know i you know you're an adult now if you do something come tell me let's try to work it out before it gets you know out of hand that type of thing so that was and i tried to do it my my other son as well because like i said i'm not perfect you know we're all gonna have to grow up and bump bump our heads a little bit but uh you know, at the end yeah, of nobody it, is. At the end of it, you know, uh, let's try to find the good out of it. So that that was that's my approach about it. So uh, awesome, good stuff. Let's uh, let's keep moving on to uh, a guy named um, Jordan Stevens. <laughs> a guy named Jordan Stevens. 
Um, he said that, uh, and I didn't make it to his wedding, uh, but he said Blake made it to to his wedding, and uh, he was actually someone that stepped up and said something on the microphone in front of yeah, the crowd. Was like, hey, I want to say this about Jordan Stevens. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, he also. Did you make it to the wedding? I didn't. I didn't make it. Okay. Nope. Well, I. Yeah, he told me he went to his wedding. I guess he sent me a picture, or somebody sent me a picture. Like, it must have been thirty of the guys, you know, that are out there that went to the wedding, and uh, and then Blake was on with a microphone in his hand. I said, "What the hell were you doing? Were you singing a song? Were you drunk?" And he said, uh, "I was just telling the guys how much I appreciated them and the brotherhood." Yeah. And you know, I was caught from, I was caught by surprise. I didn't know. You know, you, know, you, you never know. You're with your fellas, and you might liable to say anything. But he just said uh, how much he appreciated them and and loved them. And I go, "Wow, that was pretty deep there." I didn't know, you know, you had it in you, that type of thing, you know. You know how you guys are. You grow up, we raise you. We want you to all be good men. Some are talkers. Some aren't. Some lead by an example. Some lead by talking. And, you know, I just kind of caught off guard. I thought it was pretty cool. So Awesome. And that's exactly what Jordan said was that he got up there. He talked My man, about Jordan Stevens. Ask me about Jordan Stevens. I got a lot to say about him. Yeah. Shoot. Tell me about Jordan Stevens, please. Oh, man. Hey, I, I had this guy. You know, after you guys beat Notre Dame, I had to pull him off the dang bus to just give him a hug on the way he – I didn't even know him, okay? So, because, you know, you guys lost Nate at the beginning of the season. Yep. I said, oh, hell. Big this Nate. season's gone. Defense Oof. ain't going to be anything. He was so and, good. Uh, Blake said, uh, don't worry, Dad. We got another guy. And uh, we've been trained, you know, uh, next guy up. And, man, I said, well, where in that guy's yep. been, Jordan Stevens? He said, he's been there. It's just we got too many good guys, Dad. And, oh, man, when he played that Notre Dame game, I said, Blake, I don't know who he is. Go get him off the bus. And he wouldn't got him, man. I gave him a big old hug. I said, I said, I, I'm sorry I never met you before. You know, I knew the other guys, you you guys from Texas and Oklahoma. And I just said, you played your ass off, man. I, I said, I, I hope you, be, I hope you, you know, become all academy this year. But yeah, he, he was awesome. So we he, got- he probably chewed through three mouth guards during that game for sure. That's <laughs> one of his habits. Oh, okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> One of the uh, one other thing he said about that speech was that um, not only did Nate do exactly or sorry um, Blake do exactly what you were talking about with like being appreciative of the brotherhood in that situation when he was giving that speech, but that he was just like so open and genuine with the boys, with wow. the boys like just like gave him all this strength and that was just something that gives Jordan so much peace today. Wow. So, uh, Let's let's move on to a guy named Curtis Bass. <laughs> Curtis Bass. Oh wow! Where, where do he you said you saved there? his dad. 
Okay. Now, let, let me rand, let me uh, spit off some memories, and then you go straight into Curtis's. <coughs> you know, what, whatever you want to say about that. But uh, he said you saved his dad. Did yeah, CPR? That's crazy during a stroke. Yeah, you, that you, is nuts. Tell us about that. What happened yeesh. there? You know how you guys. Uh, you, I say when I say you guys, I'm just talking about, you know, like we met your dad at the Ohio State game because after the game we all went to go eat. Nice. I think we all went to. Uh, we ended up at a Chili's, okay, and I think uh, it was me, yep. my family, Bass's family, and we invited uh, Ram's dad because he didn't know where he wanted to go, and we saw your dad sitting over by himself, you know, and he had his navy. You had your number on and stuff, and we bodied him over just to kind of sit for he wouldn't have to sit by himself. But long story short, I finally met uh, George Bass. So we all kind of made a pact. You know, hey, if you don't come to the game, we'll watch your son, and vice versa, you watch over our son. So then so George Bass introduced me to Nate Fraser's dad because he liked to come into the games. And then, you know, how that little section we sat up to – up at the top of the stadium, you know, they would point out different parents. Hey, that, yep. that parent is so-and-so, so-and-so, that parent, so-and-so, so-and-so. So we kind of met Bass. So Blake finally invited us to ride down there to Houston with him, and he was going to get with Darius. So I guess we nice. rode down. We stayed with the Basses, and Blake and Darius took off to go meet bath somewhere and they kind of went out and and we went out as parents at i guess what is the houston livestock show or whatever we we like going to that yep. so we would go to that nice. that evening we came back and man mr bass had a massive uh massive stroke and uh man his wife came and got me and man i just I pumped on him, man, until the ambulance got there and and uh, rode right behind with the ambulance until we got to Houston, uh, I don't know what particular, Herman Medical Center, big facility there in Houston. And, uh, yeah, I was there. So, you know, that was my bud and wasn't going to let him go out that night on me. So that was uh, nice. That, and that you made it. And it was... Let you know how valuable life is. Yeah, and that's just one person that you've impacted, right? So um, I really like this one. So I'm going to put a – I'm going to try and raise my volume on this one. As, uh, I used to call Bass and drop a verse from the latest track that just came out. Who, oh, me? Some sort of – yeah, some sort of music track. Hey, used to call him and say – Hey, you know, and, and and drop a verse of a song. Oh my goodness! Well, you know oh. what I'm talking about now. No, help me out. I forgot. What? No, okay. Well, it's just something that he said. I I, I don't know exactly, um, but he said that you used to call him and say or and, and spit a verse of of oh. a recent song that just came out. Oh, throw some D's on it. I don't know. I. Somewhere in my in my first life, I think I was a rapper. Okay, so it, yes, I, I am known gotcha. to throw out a rap song or two. So I don't know. 
my, nice. my latest so, one I mean, is, I do, uh, I do the same thing. So, I, I like Toby Keith, okay? Believe it or not. Should have been a gotcha. cowboy. Cool. You know, I, I love that song. You know, that's our, that's our song that we sing here at OSU. And you can probably relate. Nice. You've been in Oklahoma. He doesn't oh, support yeah. OSU. Yeah. He supports OU. And he made us quit playing the other side. Song. Yeah. So during the football game. So nice. OSU cannot play that at sporting <laughs> events anymore. But anyway, now you know a little bit more. Gotcha. There. Perfect. My big, my big uh, country artist right now is Morgan Le- Morgan Wallen. I can't okay. get enough of that guy right now. I know, okay. I know I like the okay. new stuff, but I also like a lot of the old stuff too. But um, he said, Curtis said, everywhere you go, that you are like the mayor <laughs> of the team, of the function, of the group, wherever we're going. Mr. Craig Carter's shaking hands, introducing folks, making connections, building relationships. Wow. But believe it or not, I used to be a shy guy. I really was a shy guy. And, and I just got out of it. And I just, uh, hey, just go introduce yourself, you know. Can't go wrong. So yeah. what, one of them was, uh, I guess, the banquet, the football banquet. I never told Bass this, his dad. But I guess when you're freshmen, you guys got to plead, you got to sit in the back. And then each year you move up yep. a little bit closer. And then when you're a senior, you sit up front. So Mr. Bass was upset. He had to sit way in the back when he first came to the banquet. But I never told him that. So here's one you'll always know. But uh, So as we came in a senior, he said, hey, we want to sit together. I said, well, who's all sitting with us? He said, it's going to be me, you, Ram, and uh, us. We're going to all try to sit together. And Terry. I said, okay. So I called the football office. I just kind of, I found out who kind of ramrodded the seating part of it. So I asked if I, we could all kind of sit together. Nice. And then that, that's how that kind of happened. But uh, yeah, I'm the mayor. And you made see. it happen. There one of go. my biggest, one of my biggest things I like is uh, when you guys played SMU there in, uh, in Dallas. So yeah, in Dallas. So Ram's dad rented an area, like you could, you know, your uh, a tailgating area. So then George Bass rented a tailgate area. They only brought us two eight-foot-long tables. So Bass family came, and they must have had like 20 people. And then Ram's family came. They had 20 people. I said, we have nowhere to sit. So I told George and Ram, I said, wait just a minute. I, I don't know how I did it. I found this guy who was over setting up tables and chairs, and I slipped him 20 bucks, okay? I said, look, you got some Navy fans back here right nice. around the corner. I said, we need about six more of those tables, and we need about 40 chairs. And uh, and I shook his hand. When I slapped his hand, I put 20 bucks there. He looked at it. He said, okay, now where are you at nice. again? And then in about 15 nice. minutes, here he comes with a cart and a, and a little, I guess, what do you call them, like a little gator. And he had like 
four chairs. He had like yep. 20 chairs. He had like four tables. And uh, Bass and uh, Rams dad was going, man, look at the mayor. Look at the mayor. Look what he's got, you know. And, man, we had a nice spread after that. And then we seen some other Navy people. They only had awesome. like a half a table. And I said, look at uh, they need a table over there. They need three more there, and then so they those guys just started calling me the mayor. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, they called me the mayor. So. Nice. Oh, that's another big step of that uh, that yeah. nickname. So uh, I love it. Love learning more about it. So, um, your email address says at Patriot Coasters. What does yeah. what is Patriot Coasters? Well, let me see. <clears throat> I'm always starting little businesses, okay? So I was broke nice. one time. And I said I'll never be broke again. So I've always got these little these little side businesses. So I started doing these. Uh, they're like ceramic coasters. And don't ask me how, but I got on with the uh, Navy Exchange and the Base Exchange. And then also... Uh, the midshipman store. So I do like a four inch ceramic coaster with the uh, logos for Navy. And then I also do it for the exchange for the Air Force Academy and also uh, West Point. So that's kind of been my little, nice. I call it, you know, walking, walking around money, hamburger money. So it's kind well, of been, You said don't ask you how you got into it, but now I really want to ask how you yeah. got into it because you said don't do this. That's well, kind of our nature as Navy football yeah, players. You that, said, don't don't touch that hot stove. Yeah. I uh well again, the mayor. I was a president of our academy club here in Oklahoma. Uh what they do, it's it's the junior class that's the president of the club for the senior parents can kind of join enjoy enjoy the activities that are going on that particular year for their midshipmen so i was yeah. the president during our junior year so i kind of set it up and i thought that was a great uh, graduation gift so it went over so well i just started a little business and uh, it just kind of ballooned up so i do again for the uh the midshipmen store uh the exchange and uh, also Coast Guard. Coast Guard's my best customer. I know every nice. Coast Guard location throughout the U.S. and foreign territories. So uh, they're, awesome. they're pretty good. So, so that's cool. We got a guy named Justin Brooks that used to play with us in uh, at the Coast Guard Academy. That okay um, played right next to Curtis on the offensive line. And okay. Um, anyways, that, that's my little memory there. Uh, another Curtis Bass thing, he said that you uh, continue to support young people who want to go to the academy. Oh, I do. I do, I do, I do. I mean, I I know what you guys go through. I know the commitment you make. I love it. And uh, we need more more men and women like you guys, all right? Matter of fact, uh, I don't know if you know it. I, uh, my, let me see. Chris High from Oklahoma City. He was a fullback, I believe, in 2017. I helped him. Uh, there's another nice. gentleman now in, in Arlington. Well, I think he hurt his shoulder. He was a pleat this year. He was uh, 
well, he let his dad tell the story. It probably was going to be the starting quarterback to he hurt his shoulder in, uh, in the uh, preseason. But uh, he's there. Yep. But he'll be, a, he'll be a sophomore this upcoming year. So uh, I think it's the best thing going. Hey, hey you awesome. guys got NIL before NIL. <laughs> That's what I kind of – Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got through without that NIL stuff. It would just cause too much yeah. distraction and – you know, I have a uh, more than what we needed, but a local gentleman here in town in Stillwater, uh, co worker. His son was in the, the Navy ROTC at Oklahoma State, I mean, at OU, University of Oklahoma. And I suggested that he give it a shot to try to get into the academy. And uh, his first attempt, he didn't get in. And then, uh, second attempt. Some people gave me at the academy gave me a couple of tips on what he should do, and uh, now he's at the academy and uh, he's a uh, second class right now. So he's on the uh, what do you is it the large rowing team? I don't know. I think they have like a large uh, heavy. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know the classifications of of the crew teams or anything like that. I just never got into that. But yeah, so. Uh, but yes, I uh, at any time I can. I mean, I'm, I'm for all academies and what you do. I've been in a few fights. You know, if you don't agree with the war, you know, I'm sorry you don't. But I know you guys put your lives on the line. Others have put their lives on the line. And I mean, I'm going to stand up for America. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong. And there's a lot of things right. And I, I, I just don't want it. I don't have time to hear anything negative about America. You know, I, I just don't know that. I just know too many of your fellow midshipmen and Marines gave their lives. So I'm going to stand up for you guys at any time. So that's awesome. That's my belief. So. Got to have beliefs. Got to stand behind it. Got to stand up for it. Got to be, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, last Curtis Bass memory. Um, that Curtis would call you to help him smooth things out when things got rocky between him and his, uh, him and his pops. Yeah. He was a mentor yeah. to you in that. Well, <clears throat> Sorry. You were yeah, a mentor I, to him in that. Wow. Wow. I didn't, I didn't take it that way. I'm glad he thought of it that way. Uh, you know, I, I got my ups and downs with my sons. I've made mistakes and I tried to tell him, you know, you got to love him. Good, bad, indifferent. You know, he's going to do his best, and I'm going to do my best. And, you know, I just want him to kind of smooth things out. And I, I didn't take, I didn't pick any sides. That's not what I was there for. I was just there to give advice and vice versa. So, gotcha. That's, that's, awesome. that's my approach on that. You know, how you guys are. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You know how it is. You want to bump heads every every blue moon. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the biggest well, bad like, boy in the house? Yeah. Just like Cameron Marshall said, right, in the first episode of this podcast, no prefrontal cortex. <laughs> about the, uh, I don't know if you listened to that one, but yeah, yeah. I just want to, yeah. you know, wow. get some and wow. improve it, right? So, all right. Uh, last memory. 
um, section from a guy named Matt Nishek. He said, uh, number one, um, that his dad loved Blake. Number two, the OK uh, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State question I had earlier. Uh, that one came from him. Was like, is that right? How'd that okay. go? How, yeah. How'd that go being recruited by both of those big mm. schools back then? Well, I played at a junior college, so I was second team all conference. And there was another guy who was first team. He was from Santa Ana. Now, they did sign him, but they said, uh, we'll offer you room, board, and books. They wouldn't give me tuition. They said that we'll wait on tuition. And they asked me if I wanted to accept that. And then when I came to Oklahoma State, they offered me a full scholarship. So it was just a no-brainer. And, you know, like I always tell Blake, if you can't play for the best, the next best thing is play against him. So that's how yeah. I kind of got there. You know, you take a awesome. poor kid from San Diego. Man, uh, two-a-days, we ate so many steaks during two-a-days at Oklahoma State. We gave food away. We, we would give strangers – we would have guys bring their cattle up to the back door. Well, you know, you've been out here in Oklahoma. We had a oh, yeah. cow pasture right next to the dormitory. And then from the dormitory, we had a meat science around the corner. They take the cows over there, slaughter them. And two days later, we're eating old Betsy, you know, or, or Billy the Steer. My, you know? so. my favorite meat shop, steakhouse. Um, well, like where you go to get meat, uh, I guess butcher shop or whatever you want to call it so far in my lifetime has been in Shawnee, Oklahoma. And I wish wow. I could remember the name of it. Um, but it's right next to the, you know, um, there's an Indian casino right there and there's a meat shop right in the middle of this place in Shawnee wow. that, has, that had the best steaks. <laughs> it was an old, like, old, old busted down, like, gas station. Um, uh-huh. You could tell it was, like, remodeled into a steak shop, probably from the local farm. That It's, like, fresh off the cow. Wow. It was so wow. good. And I yeah, missed that, so, for sure, from Oklahoma. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we did. So, we had so many steaks. I, we, we got tired of steaks. About the third day of two-a-days, we got, we got tired of steaks, so. I go, man, we get to eat like this. Where do I sign? So I signed. The rest was history. Nice. So, uh, I, I cool. Um, he he also mentioned um, that you knew a guy named Houston Nutt. <laughs> Matt Nishak, remember that? Yeah. 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 yeah so Houston, Houston Nutt. Nutt was a head coach for what Arkansas and. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what was that relationship like? Where did, where did it come from? Okay. I was a little bit ahead of him and he started out, Houston nuts started out at Arkansas and I don't know what happened the year they changed coaches. Frank Broyles retired and he came from Arkansas over to OSU to quarterback. And then Pat Jones, uh, you probably heard of him. He was at the OSU. He came from uh pit, with Jimmy Johnson, and he's he has Arkansas roots as well. And so I kind of met Houston Nutt 
And through another coach, we became friends. And Houston Nutt had a brother named Dickie Nutt, and he played on the basketball team. So they were they were just all around Arkansas, Little Rock, star basketball, football players. So Houston was a quarterback. Uh, his brother was a basketball player. They came to OSU. I befriended them. Houston made a couple of small school head coaching. I think it was Utah. And then he was at Boise for a little while. Uh, then he came to uh, Arkansas. And we befriended, and I started going to more Arkansas games than I was going to OSU games. And then me and my nice. wife would go, and this other gentleman and his wife would go. And shoot, he gave one speech. My wife said, where's the uniforms at, Coach? I want to suit up for you. And the whole team started laughing. Yeah. He would let us come into the meetings, his prep talks, and we would just have a good time. He introduced me to awesome. uh, Jackie Sherrill. Uh, I don't know if you remember Phil Falmer. He was the head coach at Tennessee. He introduced me to uh, Steve Spurrier. He said, walk on the field. He would let us walk on the field with him during the warm-ups of the games. He was just a he, – he's, he's a player coach. Houston is a player coach. And I, can, I can't say nice. anything bad. He's just an awesome individual. So Good. Yeah, the, the player coaches are the best. Yeah. That know the players. Yeah. Um, motivate the players. Know the players on, on a different level. So – yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that about Houston Nut. I when I was in high school, I got a couple of forum letters from Houston Nut, but uh, nothing in, in detail. Oh, but so, he's awesome. You would have um, loved playing for him. I bet. Um. Okay, so the last, uh, I guess, pretty much the last Nishak comment was around his last visit to Annapolis. During the football season, he was able to meet up with you uh, for a breakfast uh, and really had a good chance to forget some stuff. Uh, but it took him back to when Blake was around. It was a real emotion that sparked um, inside of him like it never happened. So, wow. I don't know, what is your, your recall of that meeting with him? I'm going to be honest with you. I look at Nishak like a son, maybe me, an uncle figure to him. It's, it's, it was Meshack, Corey Finnery, Blake, and uh, they had a couple of other guys. There was two, two other guys from Dallas. I think the guy signed with you guys and went to the prep school. He was a wide receiver, and he hurt himself, and he left, and he ended up playing with SMU. Tall, oh, yeah, tall. I know who you're talking about. Sawtell. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. and I think we just all kind of bonded, you know. And I said, man, I seen Meshack. I said, that's a bad mother right there, Blake. I said, if you guys all sign, you guys are going to be pretty doggone good. And, you know, and <laughs> as you get to know Meshack more and more, he was just an awesome guy. And then every time I would see him when he go back, you know, I'd give him a a hug. My wife would give him a hug. And like I said, I just, like I said, I just looked at him like another son. That's how I looked at him. I mean, that that's kind of awesome. how I am. I'm pretty sure that's how the other guys described him. But, but yeah. But, uh, yep. 
And, and, and he even mentioned that too, a, a friend and dad type type of dude. Um, One thing about to, me to him, I love sharing things. I don't want you guys to be 60, 70 years old like me trying to figure out some things and bumping your heads. And you guys have the world ahead of you. Uh, I, I would always tell Blake's friends when the interest rates were going down, think about refinancing. You know, nobody told me about refinancing your uh, home mortgage. Hey, I'm stuck in 5%. I'm going to live with it for 30 years. No, hey, you can go refinance, get a lower interest rate, and save that money. So I would tell all the guys in the group that I knew to do that. So, you know, it worked out for nice. most of them. Uh, there's a couple yeah. of them I'm still. No, I remember when I remember. I remember when you told me about you know Rich Dad Poor Dad the book. <laughs> yeah, you remember that. Man. I do, yeah, for sure. Man, I hope it's helping out. That's why I bought it. That's why I read it. Oh, oh awesome. yeah, for sure. Awesome. No, I'm awesome. always looking for the right opportunities. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, you guys got some disposable money. There might be any, some houses you may you may not live in. Somebody's got to live in them, whether we like it or not. There are people here that got to live in those houses. Fix them up. Become a good manager. And uh, they're, they're going to be rented, you know, mailbox money. For Sit sure. back, let it come in. You know, nobody told me about, hey, for another $100 extra, you can pay your house off in 15 years. Now, we got on a 15-year mortgage. I only have about five more years to go. You know, nobody told me how to make my money work for me. So just, just things, nice. uh, you know, I'll tell you, and I've tried to tell the other guys, uh, couple of guys they've they've already got like two or three properties and doing quite well with it so you know that's awesome that's where it is uh matter of fact sure. i know you lived in shawnee i bought three properties in the shawnee area you know, nice. as you probably knew when you were there a lot of people yeah. worked at as i was leaving oil was going down i'm, I'm yeah. sure you grabbed them right when oil oh, yeah. was low and yeah. now it's right back where it was yeah. it's not going anywhere right you just got to yeah. grab it when <laughs> yeah when it goes down so yeah exactly i like sharing something that you know i bumped my head a few times and i don't want to see anybody else bump their heads you know it's awesome as you know you get a wife you got kids it the parking meter runs (laughs) you got to pay the car note yeah another (laughs) got to pay the light another reason why we do this is share (laughs) that uh, knowledge so so love it to have that it's uh, I, I like sharing that knowledge. Cool. I got one more memory. Um, and that one's from me. Okay. And that's at, uh, at Blake's funeral. You grabbed all the guys from Navy football and stuck us in the family rows that day. Yeah. You were family. You were his family. You're part of our extended family. Again, I told you that, you know, when they say a pitcher tells a thousand words, and when he stood up there at at Jordan's uh, wedding, I just knew what he I, – I, I, I envisioned what he said. He, he told me. So I just knew you guys were a part. Uh, you came from all – I mean, I'm not trying to be 
cliche all points east west north south to be there you didn't have to trust me Stillwater's not an easy place to get there you gotta it's gotta be on your list for a destination i remember when oswald came you know i know he was there as a plebe yeah. and then left and you know i knew what he meant to blake as well he would talk about him so i just wanted you guys to feel closer to us and closer to him yeah so, i mean you'll you'll even see me i i uh, i asked myself am i doing this for me or am i doing it for blake i've attended guys weddings uh tried to be there when they had their kids we're supposed to go see nick's be at nick's uh baby shower but i don't think we're going to be able to make it in dallas so but that's i think that's been my commitment to the brotherhood so some days my wife goes and sometimes she doesn't just it all depends so understood there i stay with uh i stay with our with his uh sponsor parent i don't know if you know it but blake and keaton Keaton Buffett, and they had the same sponsor parent, and they're just, oh man, they're uh, they're awesome. So we stay with them. Awesome. All right. So what are you doing today? What's going well, on? I hang out with farmers. Okay, <laughs> they all got me by about fifteen years, and they all gotcha. have shops. So they all have shops, like they're on like land. So uh, one guy's in the cattle. He was like, he was over the uh, Oklahoma Highway Patrol. He was a state highway patrol. Like the governor has badge number one, highway patrol badge, and he had badge number yeah. two. So it's uh, a good good guy to be asked, hanging out with. Yeah. Sounds like. So he's always teaching me about cattle, and he's the one. I think I told you about me learning how to shoot. He taught me how to shoot. Yes. You know, he's got. I don't know. He's got these round bales, and we grew this picture of a of a football jersey, and we put OU on it. Okay, and we we cranked nice. open a forty five, and he goes, "Walk up about six feet away and just shoot it right there where the O and the U is." <laughs> so awesome! I unload it right there. So he teaches me how to shoot, and then well, all of them teach Good. me how to shoot, and then they all they all have planes, like uh, they have these one engine. Uh, one has a, uh, oh man, I forgot what it is. It's a two seater. It can go about 250 miles an hour. And we went to, uh, Oshkosh uh, air show this past summer. I went up there with him. We yep. just kind of camped out and, uh, he owns a lot of apartments in Stillwater. And then, uh, nice. another guy, again, they all have like 60 by 80 shops. So we're always doing woodworking and other stuff in the shops. So today I went to go help another guy. We did some woodworking in this shop. What are you working on then with the word? Like, uh, what are you creating? There, He has like clipboards and he has uh, charcuterie boards that you can cut up your meat and vegetables on. And now he's making these little wine gotcha. racks out of exotic woods, like a, a cedar, a maple. He takes an exotic woods and we just kind of make something real nice out of them. So. And that's after you do that, do you stain it, or you just cut up the wood as is, and and then a little bit of both. Uh, none of it is. Uh, it doesn't need to be stained because they're really nice. 
what we'll do is oil it down and it gives it another texture or another Oily. color. So we do that. Got it. And then uh, I asked because I'm kind of interested in that. I, I like okay. the, you know, the cutting of wood okay. and yeah, we do making that. stuff. So yeah. Awesome. Then uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I'm trying to do Western dance, man. He's trying to teach me some Western dance. They, he's just an old guy. He likes doing Western dance. So he's trying to, when you say Western dance, do you mean like two stepping? Yeah. Yeah. Two step. What is Western dance? dance. You you know, he's, he's trying to teach me that. So it's just hilarious. And I'm I'm trying to do that. So, uh, so did you figure it out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a couple, I got a couple of moves now. I got a couple. I have to show you the next time. So, so I did, I do that. I can't wait. uh, we just got back from a cruise, and uh, I was told uh, 21 times I look like Steve Harvey. I had this uh, <laughs> I had this black lady. She followed nice. me around for ta- like two hours on the ship. So finally I said, go get a piece of paper, Uh-oh. and I just signed it, Steve Harvey. She wouldn't leave me alone, <laughs> but uh, it was hilarious. Nice. What, what did Mama say about that? Oh, she cracks up. She, she cracks up. <laughs> and then uh, – Awesome. And then I, on the elevator the last day, there's some old old lady. She started chasing me around. I said, she said, do you know who you look like? I said, uh, who, Steve Harvey? You sure do. I said, I am not him, ma'am. I'm not him. So finally, I signed a little paper for her and made her day. So it was pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. So, yeah, sounds like you need to start charging for those signatures. I know it. I know it. It sounds like. I know <laughs> Well, I got a lot of things to say nice. to you. I, one, I want to appreciate the book you gave me. It was, it was really nice. I've, I've, I've read it. I've passed it on. I've uh, became friends and pretty close with Gary Myers' dad. We're, we're pretty nice. close. We talk about at least once a month. So awesome. trying to help him along a little bit. You know, there's good days and bad days. Uh, I don't know if I guess you guys were freshmen. Linsink, Linsink, L I S S E N T. I think he played linebacker. But uh, nope. same day we lost Blake, we lost him like the day before. He was a Marine in yes. San Diego. I don't know if you remember if you knew that or anything. But uh, I stay yeah. in touch with his parents a little bit, not as often. They're they're probably uh, further back than where I where we are. So I just, I just say hello. We just say a prayer for each other and just kind of move on. Good. So as a group, as a nucleus, I think you guys uh, check on each other, okay? I mean, they're going to smile at you. And if you know, and you know your friend, if you see something, say something. That's, that's what I'd say. And uh, if you can give anybody my number, I love to talk to them. You know, sometimes we we got this male thing about us that we just don't want to say anything to anybody. Yeah, just you just got to say something. So, so that 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 will haunt me the rest of my life. I just never knew. So, so check on each other. Don't take anything for granted. So you can give them my number. I love to talk to them. Let me see. 
whatever. Absolutely. That's that's the main thing. Because you know the next day is going to be better. So. Yep. So yeah. No, I uh, I try and like echo that in my day to day. Sometimes when it's just a really bad day, mm-hmm. and it's like, guys, just tomorrow will be a new day, right? Tomorrow. Uh, easier will be said than day. done. Always easier said than done, but. Well, they can call me. You can give them my number, and I can tell them. What else you want to know? Uh, Absolutely. Um, So, I got four more questions. I got three more questions on my on my list. If we'll we'll hit the first one, the first one is: Would you like to share any special memories or moments um, that you shared with Blake? Oh man, there are so many. Which one you want to? Let me give you an up one or down one. Which one you want? We want to hear something jovial. So jovial? I'll tell you one down. I'll tell you one down, and he succeeded, okay? And then I'll tell you one okay. that's uh, – oh, 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 man. One down and succeeded is jovial. That's a good thing. Okay. Okay, I'm, th- I'm going to give you one. I'm, okay. <clears throat> one, you know, he lost his starting spot. You know, you know, football has these rules. You get hurt, you come back, you get your position back until you lose it. So, you know, he's kind of starting his yeah. sophomore year, junior year, and then Buffin came back and he lost his start. Oh man, he was so depressed. He was so I said, okay, no okay. Go out there and take somebody's position. They tell you to go slow, go ninety per you know, go ninety percent, eighty, a hundred percent, till they tell you, hey, put me somewhere. I don't care if I'm on the kickoff team, punt team, get somewhere. So you guys played Air Force, you know, and it was a tight game and he went out there, blocked a punt, and scored a touchdown. I said, see, you you ended up doing something even though, you know, you weren't supposed to. So he kind of worked through that and worked through that barrier. So that was pretty cool. That was a cool moment. Yeah, I think everybody remembers that uh, because uh, that was like at Air Force. Nobody can yeah. breathe. Yeah. Everyone's kind of like, oh, man, things aren't going the right way. And then yeah. all of a sudden, boom. Block yeah. punt, return for touchdown. And that's not the only thing. Uh, I'm going to bring up another one for Notre Dame. Okay. Uh, Blake locked down those. Uh, there were two killer wide receivers at Notre Dame. Oh, um, uh, Blake and Kevin. Michael, Michael Floyd. <laughs> yeah. Michael Floyd was one of those guys. Yeah. Um, and there, there, there was one more. I can't remember the guy's name. I should have uh, Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Oh yeah, Golden <laughs> Tate. That was another. That dude was so fast. Jeez. But you know, at the same time, like you know, Blake had that down, like locked down. He was like the, he was in the corner that no one had to worry about. Is that I think right? Buddy Green said that at one point. Wow. That, all right, Blake's over there. He he's got locked down. So. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, those are the, a couple of my fun memories there. But okay, I got one for you. Uh, then I'm conservative. Send it. I don't know if you ever seen my Facebook page, okay? But I got a pimp hat on, all right. And and nice. the reason why, and this young guy put it on me. He goes, "Nobody's going to believe it's you." So I got this pimp hat on, all right. So and I'm conservative. So when Blake was in high school. The proper thing is guys wear earrings. And I 
I do not like earrings and guys. Oh man, it it just yeah. it drives me nuts. Earrings are for girls. I'm sorry if there's any women yep. listening. I'm sorry uh, if if I'm out <laughs> of line. Report me to whoever you want. I'm not a sexist, but earrings are for women. So he wanted earrings because his brother had earrings. So Blake was a was a track guy. He wasn't fast. I mean, he can place. And I said, I'll tell you what, if you make it to state, you can have earrings. So, oh, man, did I challenge him? So <laughs> two weeks, three weeks before state was out, he goes, Dad, I want a heat. I said, you're lying. So I had to call his coach. His coach emailed me. He goes, yeah, your son did win. And he got like a third-place medal. Next week, it was like conference deals. He won his conference deal, and he came back with a big old medal. He goes, I made it to state. I said, you're freaking lying. You're lying. So I had to, he had to show me proof. <laughs> so he made it to state. You know, he placed. He didn't, he went, I didn't think, fourth or fifth. But he made it to state. He got his earrings. And, man, I think I cried for two days. I had to buy him some earrings. And that was, <laughs> oh, man, it just, uh I had already went through it with my oldest son. I just I couldn't stand him getting earrings. I said, "Well, if that's all you want, you can have your earrings." But uh, that was that was about it. So there's a lot of awesome crazy memories. I think the other crazy one. I don't know if it was you with them or I don't know, but they went on a cruise. Bass, him, Curtis, and something. They they had to dance with this old lady. Some old lady found those guys and they she danced with them or something or another i don't just so many crazy moments you know, so yeah. that's it i think he took my wife to docks that was another crazy moment and, I uh, sean white the dock street yeah yeah sean white goes there you go downtown like, you got your mama in here <laughs> so, so anyway i thought that was kind of <laughs> kind of crazy but uh Anyway, so that was that's it. That's that's one of my fond ones. So awesome. <clears throat> Are there any uh, organizations or nonprofits that you support and work with now? Uh, right now, I, I kind of do. Yes, yes, and no. Uh, I, we have uh, some scholarship seed money set aside. I live in a small town. It's about six hundred. So I give a scholarship in Blake's name, and then I also give one to the low te- well, the s- town of Stillwater. Uh, I I know it's been almost nine years. I'm trying to start one, but believe it or not, uh, these foundations they're not all what you think they are. I mean, everybody wants a hand in it. It it is not yeah all fundraising like you think. You know, the only ones that have been really kind of supportive is uh the golf there's a golf course in baltimore i was wanting to host a golf tournament they said hey we know you're going to pull we won't ask for any upfront money as a deposit so they were pretty good to me gotcha and then uh good i've kind of reached out to a few people to start the foundation i have what you call an executive board and then also a smaller board and just a I have the executive board and then a, a normal uh, a membership board. So I have that. Uh, I work a little 
a little bit with Frank. You know, I was uh, I didn't go gotcha. to Tyler Tidwell's funeral, but I went there when they had a open house. It was really a really tremendous open house uh, warming yeah. for him a couple of years ago. I mean, the city of Stillwater, the brotherhood, the different organization. I mean, the love was there for Tyler. So. Awesome. For sure. That's it. How do you feel about the future? The future in where? Where? Anything? Future of life. Yeah. Life? Future of future. Yeah. Let me see. How do you feel about the future? It could be whatever's on your mind. Uh, overall, with you guys there, it's going to be good. It, it's going to be. I bring a friend with me. Sometimes I don't know if you know that I brought a guy. Uh, he's from Dallas. Some days I get emotional. Some days I'm not. You guys had a ten year reunion. I mean, uh, Bass and uh, Cameron. They were right there by my side. That was awesome. I thank those two guys awesome. for being there for me. I thank uh, Matt for being there for me and yourself. Other guys, you, they know who they are. I can't name all of them. There's so many of them. You're there. It's in good hands. Uh, the future, again, uh, if anybody's out there struggling, just give me a holler. Give me a call. You know, I'll, I mean, I, I can be there. and I'll be there the next day. If I can be there same day, I will if it's uh, driving. Because uh, a lot of people, they'll keep it on the inside. So yeah. future, uh, I take it pretty easy. I love I love college sports. I think it's the purest thing there is. Still, even with NIL, you got to get there and you still got to play. So I, I love college yeah, sports. It's true. Uh, I like I like fishing. I like a little hunting. I like traveling. Nice. So I hit San Diego cool. up about at least three times a three times a year. So I do go back home quite a bit. When you go back to San Diego, is there a certain part of San Diego that you go visit? Like uh, go most of my relatives, they kind of moved out to the, in this place. They lived out to the Chula Vista area. <clears throat> and my, my first okay. place is always a hole in the wall taco shop. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know, like you can't say the name on the outside of the taco <laughs> shop. So that's, that's what I like. Oh, greasy. You know, nobody yeah. can speak English taco shop, but the, Person taking and it's got French fries in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Best. So yeah, I California do that. Style. So uh, yeah, I do that. I like traveling. Uh, my buddies are big Texas high school football guys in the Dallas area. So they'll yes. go to uh, the Texas Stadium. They have these like they call it preseason. They play like a quarter or a half, and they'll take a big cooker out and. We'll buy a ticket, and, and we're there all day long. And then when Texas high school nice. playoffs start, I'll go down there again. And what is it, another 5 or $6? You can watch three games, and they're kind of big into that. So that's what I kind of do. So Awesome. That's that's what I do. So. Cool. I, uh, I was reading an article earlier today um, out of the Gazette. And he said, um, Blake's smile was his greatest gift. Wow. And I wanted to say, I agree Thank you, with sir. that. 
Um, big smile. Big attitude. Big demeanor. Big player. He's probably one of the. He's, he's probably the best player on our team in our class. And I'm not just speaking for me. I think I'm speaking for the group. Okay. Um, but yeah, awesome dude. And Thank you. Uh, last question is: uh, What's your price of admission? Wow. It's free, but you got to walk through the door. And you can't just be looking at the window. Walk through the door. Uh, what is it? Another one of my little sayings I always tell my uh, sons. <coughs> Nothing's free, fair or equal. But if you get two of them, you'll be okay. Make it as free as you can. Make it as fair as you can. Make it equal as you can. If you can't get all three, if you get two, you'll be okay. Got it. So honored to have you on here tonight. Um, You know, you're probably, coming into this one, I'm not going to lie, was probably like, I had the most nerves coming into this one just because, um, you know, I just didn't know how to approach it, but I'm so happy I did. And I'm so happy we talked about the things that we talked about today. Uh, I was uncomfortable coming into it a little bit just because of the one sensitivity uh, two, not to offend three, one to celebrate. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, I've now released another layer of whatever that is that we don't want to talk about. Right. Yeah. So I, I hope that helps someone else. And I, you know, when I originally thought about getting you on here and talking with you i thought it's going to help so many people in some way to this conversation was it's okay it is it is trust me it's hard uh oh mr carter thank you i appreciate that we to be honest with you we've only opened up two boxes okay i mean we're at the same place where the Linsaints are. You know, I opened up my son's uniforms. If he can put his life on the line, the least I can do is open up his uniforms. They're, they're hanging up. Uh, other than that, we haven't opened up anything else. I think he just, you know, he's in there. His smell, his odor, his smell it. When we go open up, we opened up one other box. It didn't have very much in it. We just, we say, we're just going to open up a box. So my oldest son and his kids picked a box, and we opened it up. But uh, we'll we'll move there one day. You know, it, I take two steps forward, maybe one back. Some days I take four steps forward, one back. Just little things come up. But I appreciate this opportunity. And if I can help somebody else, I'll, I'll do my best. I think uh, and that's what I'm here for. 
100%. Craig Carter, appreciate your time tonight. And um, what's your wife's name? Phyllis. Phyllis Carter. Phyllis. Phyllis. Yep. Tell Phyllis I said uh, hello tonight. Okay. And uh, thank you for your time because your time is so precious. So uh, You're more than welcome. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep me in the loop. Keep sending Will me do. those uh, little pictures and videos, okay? 100%. All right. I love you. All right. All love right. you too. All right. Take care.